Welcome to Nations of the World podcast series, where we explore a different nation of the world in each episode. Our aim is to bring you, the listener, on an audio journey to discover interesting facts that make each country unique. Welcome to Argentina. This is Segment 1, Bare Bones. The nation gets its name from the Latin Argentum, which means silver. The Italian naming of Argentina for the country implies Terra Argentina, or Land of Silver. The Spanish conquerors used this to refer to this region of the world since they believed that large quantities of silver were to be found here. Over time, the name was shortened to simply Argentina, or Silvery. The people are known as Argentine or Argentinian. The official name, Argentine Republic, known locally as República Argentina. The capital is Buenos Aires. Land size. It is 1,056,641 square miles, or 2,736,690 square kilometers. It is the eighth largest country in the world and the second largest country in South America after Brazil. Population. 45,864,940 The official language is Spanish There is no official religion The currency is peso The flag It is three equal horizontal bands The top and bottom bands are light blue and the band in the middle is white These colors represent the clear skies and snow of the Andes Centered in the white band is a radiant yellow sun with a human face known as the Sun of May. The sun symbol is a replica from the first Argentine coin. It is said to commemorate the appearance of the sun breaking through cloudy skies on May 25, 1810, at the beginning of the first mass demonstration in favor of independence. The sun features are those of Inti, the Inca god of the sun. The current flag was adopted on February 12, 1812, four years after Argentina achieved independence from Spain. The Sun of May design was added to the flag in 1818. The blue and white colors were chosen by Manuel Belgrano, the leader of the Argentinian Revolution against Spain. The form of government is Federal Republic. This is Segment 2, Heart of the Nation. Geography and Climate Argentina is slightly larger than five times the size of France, or about four times the size of the state of Texas in the United States. Argentina occupies much of the southern part of South America. Its whole western side in the extreme southern part borders Chile. Most of the eastern side is bordering the South Atlantic Ocean, where it shares maritime borders with the Falkland Islands of the United Kingdom. It borders both Uruguay and Brazil in the northeast, and borders Bolivia and Paraguay to the north. The climate ranges from hot and humid in the north through humid and steamy in the center to cold in the south. There are four major geographical regions, the Andes, the north, the Pampas, and Patagonia. The Andean region forms most of the natural border with Chile. It extends from the dry north to the heavily glaciated and ice-covered mountains of Patagonia. 
Annual precipitation ranges from 4 to 24 inches in the arid regions and 20 to 120 inches in the heaviest rainfall areas. The Andes Mountains are one of the longest and one of the highest mountain ranges in the world. It stretches along the entire west coast of South America from Cape Horn to Panama and Venezuela, 7,250 kilometers, or 4,200 miles. Most of the highest mountains in the Andes are volcanoes. Some are still active, but many are dormant or extinct. The north is commonly described in terms of its two main divisions, the Gran Chaco, comprising the dry lowlands between the Andes and the Paraná River, and Mesopotamia, an area between the Paraná and Uruguay rivers. The Gran Chaco in Argentina descends in flat steps from west to east, but it is poorly drained and has such a challenging combination of physical conditions that it remains one of the least inhabited parts of the country. It has a subtropical climate characterized by some of Latin America's hottest weather. It's largely covered by thorny vegetation and is subject to summer flooding. East of the Gran Chaco, in the narrow depression, lies Mesopotamia, which is bordered to the north by the highlands of southern Brazil. The narrow lowland stretches for 1,000 miles or 1,600 kilometers southward, finally merging with the pampas south of the Rio de la Plata. Its designation as Mesopotamia, which in Greek means between the rivers, reflects the fact that its western and eastern borders are two of the region's major rivers, the Paraná and the Uruguay. The greatest precipitation falls in the extreme north, where it amounts to about 80 inches yearly. Pampa is a Quechua Indian term meaning flat plain. The centrally located plains, or pampas, are the most extensive level grassland in South America. This region covers roughly one quarter of the nation. This grassland is subdivided into arid western and more humid eastern parts called, respectively, the dry pampa and the wet or humid pampa. The largely flat surface of the pampas is composed of thick deposits of loess or loam, containing some of the richest topsoil in the world. It has an average rainfall range of 20 inches in the west to 40 inches in the east. The wet pampa, the more humid eastern part of the region, is Argentina's principal agricultural area and produces most of the nation's exports. It is the granary of South America, with wheat, alfalfa, corn, and flax for principal crops. Cattle ranching is prevalent throughout the pampa and especially in the southeast and north. Sheep are also raised there. Most of the principal cities of Argentina and most of its industry are found in the Pampa region. Patagonia is the cold, parched, windy region that extends some 1,200 miles or 1,900 kilometers south of the Pampas from the Colorado River to Tierra del Fuego. Except for some irrigated valleys, this is poor, scattered pasture land. Far south, the weather is continuously cold and stormy. The region has no summer, and winters can be severe. The surface of Patagonia descends east of the Andes in a series of broad, flat steps extending to the Atlantic coast. Evidently, the region's gigantic landforms and coastal terraces were created by the same tectonic forces that formed the Andes, and the coastline is cuffed along its entire length as a result. The cliffs are rather low in the north but rise in the south, 
where they reach heights of more than 150 feet or 45 meters. The landscape is cut by eastward-flowing rivers, some of them of glacial origin in the Andes, that have created both broad valleys and steep-walled canyons. There are volcanic hills in the central plateau, with the accompanying lava fields having dark soils spotted with lighter-colored bunch grass. This is largely an uninhabited wilderness, with dense rainforest and rugged peaks. Tierra del Fuego is an archipelago shared with Chile, at the southern tip of South America. Its capital, Ushuaia, is the world's southernmost city. The highest point in elevation is Cerro Aconcagua, located in the northwestern corner of the province of Mendoza, which is the highest point in South America. This is at 6,962 meters, or 22,841 feet. The lowest elevation is Laguna del Carbón, in the province of Santa Cruz at minus 105 meters, or minus 344 feet. The major rivers, which originate in the Andean West, or the forested north, flow eastward into the Atlantic Ocean. The Paraná, Uruguay, Paraguay, and Alto Paraná rivers all flow into the Rio de la Plata, which reaches a maximum width at its mouth of 222 kilometers, or 138 miles, between Uruguay and Argentina. There is a region of snow-fed lakes in the foothills of the Andes in western Patagonia. Many small lakes, some of which are brackish, are found in Buenos Aires, La Pampa, and Córdoba provinces. There are about 33 national parks and several smaller protected areas. Argentina has 11 different sites on the UNESCO World Heritage List. Iguazu Falls is located in the northeastern tip of Argentina. It forms a large bend in the form of a horseshoe in the heart of two national parks, Iguazu in Argentina and its sister park Iguazu in Brazil. It is some 80 meters or 262 feet high and 2,700 meters or 8,858 feet in length. It's made up of many cascades and is one of the most spectacular waterfalls in the world. Next to the waterfalls along the river and on the islands is a highly specialized ecosystem full of life which has evolved in response to the extreme conditions of the tumbling water and soaking humidity. It became a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1986. Peninsula Valdez in Patagonia is a site of global significance for the conservation of marine mammals. It is home to an important breeding population of an endangered southern right whale, as well as important breeding populations of southern elephant seals and southern sea lions. The orcas in this area have developed a unique hunting strategy to adapt to local coastal conditions. It became a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1999. Los Glaciares National Park is an area of exceptional natural beauty, with rugged, towering mountains and numerous glacial lakes, including Lake Argentino, which is 160 kilometers or 524 feet long. At its farthest end, three glaciers meet, launching massive icebergs into the lake with thunderous splashes. Los Alerces National Park is located in the Andes of northern Patagonia, and its western boundary coincides with the Chilean border. Successive glaciations have molded the landscape in the region, 
creating spectacular features such as moraines, glacial cirques, and clearwater lakes. A highly distinctive and emblematic feature is its Alerce forest. The globally threatened Alerce tree is the second longest living tree species in the world, over 3,600 years. The Alerce forest in the property is in an excellent state of conservation. The property is vital for the protection of some of the last portions of continuous Patagonian forest in an almost pristine state, and is the habitat for a number of endemic and threatened species of flora and fauna. The two contiguous parks of Ishigualasto and Talampaya Natural Parks, in the desert region on the western border of the Sierra Pampianas of central Argentina, contain the most complete continental fossil record known from the Triassic period. Six geological formations in the parks contain fossils of a wide range of ancestors of mammals, dinosaurs, and plants, revealing the evolution of vertebrates and the nature of paleo-environments in the Triassic period. The Cueva de las Manos in Rio Pinturas contains an exceptional assemblage of cave art, executed between 13,000 and 9,500 years ago. It takes its name, Cave of the Hands, from the stenciled outlines of human hands in the cave. But there are also many depictions of animals, such as guanacos, or llamas, still commonly found in the region, as well as hunting scenes. The people responsible for the paintings may have been the ancestors of the historic hunter-gatherer communities of Patagonia, found by European settlers in the 19th century. Quebrada de Humahuaca follows the line of a major cultural route, the Camino Inca, along the spectacular valley of the Rio Grande, from its source in the cold high desert plateau of the high Andean lands to its confluence with the Rio Leone some 150 kilometers to the south. The valley shows substantial evidence of its use as a major trade route over the past 10,000 years. It features visible traces of prehistoric hunter-gatherer communities of the Inca Empire from the 15th to the 16th centuries, and of the fight for independence in the 19th and 20th centuries. Kapak Nyand, Andean Road System, is an extensive Inca communication trade and defense network of roads covering 30,000 kilometers. Constructed by the Incas over several centuries and partly based on pre-Inca infrastructure, this extraordinary network through one of the world's most extreme geographical terrains links the snow-capped peaks of the Andes, at an altitude of more than 6,000 meters, to the coast, running through hot rainforests, fertile valleys, and absolute deserts. The architectural work of Le Corbusier, an outstanding contribution to the modern movement, Le Corbusier was a Swiss-born French architect who belonged to the first generation of the so-called International School of Architecture. Chosen from the work of Le Corbusier, the 17 sites comprising this transnational serial property are spread over seven countries and are a testimonial to the invention of a new architectural language that made a break with the past. They were built over a period of a half-century, Several of these works reflect the solutions that the modern movement sought to apply during the 20th century to the challenges of inventing new architectural techniques to respond to the needs of society. These masterpieces of creative genius also attest to the internationalization of architectural practice across the planet. Jesuit missions of the Guaranis 
In the heart of a tropical forest, there are the impressive remains of five Jesuit missions, built in the land of the Guaranis during the 17th and 18th centuries. Each is characterized by a specific layout and a different state of conservation. Jesuit Block in Estancias of Cordoba The Jesuit Block in Cordoba, heart of the former Jesuit province of Paraguay, contains the core buildings of the Jesuit system. The university, the church and residence of the Society of Jesus, and the college. Along with the five estancias, or farming estates, they contain religious and secular buildings, which illustrate the unique religious, social, and economic experiment carried out in the world for a period of over 150 years in the 17th and 18th centuries. Natural Hazards Earthquakes occur in the San Miguel de Tucumán and Mendoza areas in the Andes. Violent windstorms called pamperos can strike the pampas and northeast. Heavy flooding occurs in some areas. There is volcanic activity in the Andes Mountains along the Chilean border. Copahue last erupted in 2000. There are several other historically active volcanoes. Environment The major environmental issues are deforestation, the loss of agricultural lands, soil degradation with erosion and salinization, desertification, air pollution, and water pollution. To note, Argentina is a world leader in setting voluntary greenhouse gas targets. Vegetation. More than 10% of the world's flora varieties are found in Argentina. There are 9,372 plant species. In the northwest region, many species of cactus are found. Subtropical plants dominate the Gran Chaco in the north. Trees well represented are the Brazilian rosewood, quebracho tree, and the white and black algarrobo. Savanna-like areas exist in the drier regions nearer the Andes. Aquatic plants thrive in the wetlands. In central Argentina, the humid pampas is home to a true tall grass prairie ecosystem. The original pampa had virtually no trees. Some imported species like the American sycamore or eucalyptus are present along roads or in towns and country estates. The only tree-like plant native to the pampa is the evergreen ombu. The surface soils of the pampa are a deep black color, primarily mollusols, known commonly as hummus. Most of Patagonia lies within the rain shadow of the Andes, so the flora, shrubbery bushes and plants, is suited to dry conditions. Coniferous forests are found in the far western Patagonia and on the island of Tierra del Fuego. Evergreen beaches and Paraná pine are common. Wildlife Argentina has 320 species of mammals. There are 1,038 species of birds and 375 species of mammals, 338 reptiles and 162 amphibians. In the Gran Chaco region, to the north are jaguars, deer, monkeys, tapirs, capybara, and the puma, which is the second largest cat in the Americas. There is the margay, also known as the long-tailed spotted cat, and the pampas cat, which is also called the grass cat. There are crocodiles and caiman. Flamingos, toucans, turtles, and tortoises also live in the subtropical north. The coast of Patagonia is home to elephant seals, fur seals, sea lions, and penguins. Magellanic penguins are found here and are the largest of the warm-weather penguins. 
They were named after Ferdinand Magellan, who first saw them in 1519 on his first voyage around the southern tip of South America. They live on the coast of Argentina, Chile, and the Falkland Islands. The waters off the Atlantic are home to sharks, orcas, dolphins, sea lions, killer whales, and salmon. The inner part of Patagonia has herons, the Andean condor, many types of rodents, armadillo, otter, weasel, opossum, various types of fox, hognose skunk, and guanacos, which are surprisingly related to camels. Some of the bird species are the ostrich, crested screamer, and tinamau. Most amphibians of Argentina are native to the country or share habitat with other South American countries. The Darwin's frog and the Telmatobius pisanoi are some of the most threatened by environmental changes. Venomous snakes and spiders are the main sources of danger in Argentina. There are the Jararaca, native to Argentina, a highly venomous pit viper, the South American rattlesnake, coral snakes, black widow spider, and the Yacare caiman, a large member of the alligator family. There are 27 species considered endangered. Some of these are the Andean mountain cat, southern river otter, tuco-tuco, which is a small mouse-like rodent, South Andean deer, and the Andean condor. In the 1940s, 50 North American beavers were introduced to the southern tip of South America in the Tierra del Fuego archipelago by the Argentine government. This was to help start a fur industry. Their numbers have now swelled to an estimated 100,000. These aquatic rodents, which have thrived in the absence of native predators, have invaded roughly 16 million hectares of unique indigenous forest, leaving a swath of destruction. They are such a destruction that their eradication is being studied, planned, and carried out. People 97% of the population is white, mostly Spanish and Italian descent. The other 3% is comprised of mestizo, mixed white and Amerindian ancestry, Amerindian or other non-white groups. Much of the native population died from diseases brought in by Europeans. There is a significant Arab population, including those with partial descent. They number 1.3 to 3.5 million, mostly of Syrian and Lebanese origin. The majority of Arab Argentines are Christians belonging to the Catholic Church, the Latin Rite Church and the Eastern Rite Churches, and also Eastern Orthodox Churches. A minority are Muslims albeit the largest Muslim community in the Americas. It also has the largest Jewish community in Latin America. The Asian population in the country numbers around 180,000 individuals, most of whom are of Chinese and Korean descent, although an older Japanese community originating from the early 20th century still exists. Some nationalist and populist sectors see only the gaucho tradition as the defining element of Argentine culture. Only male models enter into these interpretations. The gauchos were horsemen who tended cattle in the central plains region of Argentina. These men were mestizos, the product of colonial hybridization, who were the offspring of Europeans, mainly Spanish, and indigenous peoples. Some regional cultural traditions are quite distinct. In the Northwest, the influence of pre-Columbian Andean indigenous traditions is very strong, while in the northeast, mainly in Corrientes and south of Misiones province, the Guarani indigenous influence is apparent, 
in speech styles, music, food, local customs, and beliefs. Argentina has been primarily a country of immigration for most of its history, welcoming European immigrants, often providing needed low-skilled labor, after its independence in the 19th century, and attracting especially large numbers from Spain and Italy. More than 7 million European immigrants are estimated to have arrived in Argentina between 1880 and 1930. As of 2015, immigrants made up almost 5% of Argentina's population, the largest share in South America. Migration from neighboring countries accounted for approximately 80% of Argentina's immigrant population in 2015. Spanish is the official language, but other predominant languages are Italian, English, German, French, indigenous, which is Mapudungan, and Quechua. Argentines say that it is more appropriate to call their language Castilian, because this term expresses more clearly the region in Spain where it originated and from where it was imposed on other peoples. There are slight regional variations in vocabulary, intonation, and in the pronunciation of certain sounds such as the Y and the double L. At the time of the Spanish conquest, the land was inhabited by various indigenous groups, but most of the original languages and communities have been irrevocably lost. Two indigenous languages, Quechua and Guarani, became lingua franca and were learned by scholars and by non-indigenous settlers in specific regions of Argentina. Quechua was mainly used in northwestern and central provinces, while Guarani was mainly spoken in the northeast. Today they are spoken by some residents in provinces such as Santiago del Estero and Corrientes. Knowledge of these languages is generally devalued and rarely acknowledged. Besides regional variations of Spanish and indigenous languages, Argentines often employ some Lunfardo terms and linguistic structure in their colloquial language. Initially used by people such as criminals and prostitutes, Lunfardo became popular through tango music and has been gradually adopted by all class sectors. Lunfardo borrows and transforms words from Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, French, and indigenous languages such as Quechua, reflecting the complex processes of the formation of national cultures in both their popular and cultivated expressions. Religion Roman Catholics amount to 76.5% of the population. Agnostics and atheists, 11.3%. Evangelical Protestant at 9%. Jehovah's Witnesses, 1.2%, Mormon, 0.9%, other religions, including Islam, Judaism, and Buddhism, at 1.2%. Some Argentinians believe in popular saints having healing powers, or that they're capable of performing miracles. Others consult popular healers or witches and participate in folk rituals associated with popular forms of religions. Some of these are immigrants from Brazil who carry their Afro-Brazilian beliefs. Others combine elements of popular Catholicism with indigenous beliefs, and others are urban men and women who trained themselves in the secrets of tarot or I Ching. When someone dies, it is customary to have a viewing of the deceased immediately after death, either at a funeral home or at the home of the deceased. No special foods are served and only coffee might be available. In the Northeast, there are special ceremonies called Velorio del Angelito, for deceased children. The ritual includes dancing and singing. History 
Before the Spaniards arrived, about 20 Amerindian groups, comprising some 300,000 people, were here. Argentina's original pre-Columbian indigenous peoples can be divided into three different groups. In one group, they were basic hunter-gatherers. In another, they were advanced hunter-gatherers and were conquered by Chile's Mapuche. A third group were farmers who made and used their own pottery. The Diaguita group was a trading culture conquered by the Incas around 1480. The earliest llama, cattle, and gaucho groups lived during this pre-Columbian era. In 1502, Amerigo Vespucci was the first to recognize North and South America as distinct continents and not a landmass in Asia. He was responsible for the Spaniards' first encounter with the lands which would later become the Argentine territory. At that time, this area was inhabited by different groups of indigenous peoples who were mostly nomadic. Sebastian Cabot, also known as Sebastiano Caboto, was a Venetian explorer, the son of John Cabot, an Italian navigator and explorer, who, in 1497, explored the coast of North America under the direction of Henry VII of England. After his father's death, he conducted his own voyages of discovery, seeking the northwest passage through North America for England. He later sailed for Spain, traveling to South America, where he explored the Rio de la Plata and established the first Spanish settlement, Fort Sancti Spiritu, in 1527. In 1536, Pedro de Mendoza founded the first settlement of the present Buenos Aires, then known as Buen Aire. After Mendoza's death in Spain and the dismantling of the settlement of Buen Aire by the Indians, the Spanish capital was moved to Asuncion, Paraguay in 1541. The definitive founding of Buenos Aires took place in 1580 by Juan Garay, who colonized most of the Argentine territory. In 1617, the governorship was divided in two, Asuncion and Buenos Aires. From then on, different governors succeeded, and the missionary activity became stronger. The rivalry between Spain and Portugal about the American colonies increased. In 1776, the Viceroyalty of the Rio de la Plata was established. This was an administrative institution created by the Spanish monarchy in the 16th century for ruling its overseas territories. These were headed by viceroys who became governors of an area which was considered not as a colony but as a province of the empire, with the same rights as any other province on the Spanish peninsula. This particular viceroyalty, the Rio de Plata, was formed from several former viceroyalty of Peru dependencies that mainly extended over the Rio de Plata basin, roughly the present-day territories of Argentina, Chile, Bolivia, Paraguay, Uruguay, extending inland from the Atlantic coast. These lands began to stand out as a political and economic unit of some relevance, and the British were taking notice. The decline of the Spanish Empire brought about the attempted invasions by England in 1806 and 1807, when British forces attacked the Malvina Islands, also called the Falkland Islands. Local residents recaptured the capital but never regained control of the islands. These events led to the loosening of Spain's grip on Argentina. In 1810, May Revolution broke out in the capital of Buenos Aires as a direct reaction to Spain's Peninsula War. The result was the removal of the standing viceroy and the establishment of a local government 
the Primera Junta, on May 25th. The newly formed government, the Primera Junta, included only representatives from Buenos Aires and invited other cities of the Viceroyalty to set delegates to join them. This resulted in the outbreak of war between the regions that accepted the outcome of the events at Buenos Aires and those that did not. The May Revolution began the Argentine War of Independence. Although no formal declaration of independence was issued at the time, and the Primera Junta continued to govern in the name of the deposed king, Ferdinand VII. As similar events occurred in many other cities of the continent, the May Revolution is also considered one of the early events of the Spanish-American Wars of Independence. On July 9, 1816, the United Provinces of South America declared their independence from Spain. After Bolivia, Paraguay, and Uruguay went their separate ways, the area that remained became Argentina. It was then, in 1825, that they changed the name of the United Provinces of South America to the United Provinces of the Rio de la Plata. Finally, the 1826 Constitution made the United Provinces into the Argentine nation. In 1862, Buenos Aires was named the capital city. The country's population and culture were heavily shaped by immigrants from throughout Europe, with Italy and Spain providing the largest percentage of newcomers from 1860 to 1930. By the 1880s, the majority of the indigenous populations were dominated and pushed to marginal and inhospitable regions. Victory over the Indians of the Pampas and Patagonia was described as the conquest of the desert. Vast tracts of land were distributed among the conquerors. The gauchos who had roamed in open spaces and sometimes escaped into Indian lands to avoid the militia gradually disappeared from the countryside as a social group. They competed with the immigrants for salaried work in the ranches that were demarcated with barbed wire fences. Many landowners believed that gauchos were ill-suited for agricultural labor and favored the hiring of foreigners. Immigrants arrived by the thousands, to the point that in the cities like Buenos Aires, foreign-born residents outnumbered the Argentines. Many immigrants joined the industrial labor force. Up until about the mid-20th century, much of Argentina's history was dominated by periods of internal political unrest and conflict between civilian and military factions. In 1946, Juan Perón became president due to his popularity with the working class. His wife Eva, known as Evita, formed a foundation and gave out cash and benefits to the poor. When she died of cancer in 1952, it was a time of sadness for the citizens. She was a symbol of hope to all the poor in Argentina. Juan Perón was forced out of office after he tried to increase his powers. Even after he left office, his followers continued to fight for political power. A military junta took power in 1976. This was the beginning of what is called the Dirty War, an infamous campaign waged from 1976 to 1983 by Argentina's military dictatorship against suspected left-wing political opponents. It is estimated that between 10,000 and 30,000 citizens were killed. Many of them were disappeared or seized by the authorities and never heard from again. Democracy returned in 1983 after a failed bid to seize the Falkland Islands, 
or the Islas Malvinas, by force, and has persisted despite numerous challenges, the most formidable of which was a severe economic crisis in 2001 to 2002 that led to violent public protests and the successive resignations of several presidents. The years 2003 to 2015 saw Peronist rule by Nestor and Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner, whose policies isolated Argentina and caused economic stagnation. With the election of Mauricio Macri in November of 2015, Argentina began a period of reform and international reintegration. Current Political and Humanitarian Issues Long-standing human rights problems in Argentina include police abuse, poor prison conditions, and endemic violence against women. Despite a 2009 law detailing comprehensive measures to prevent and prosecute violence against women, their unpunished killing remains a serious concern. The National Registry of Femicides, administered by the Supreme Court, reported 268 femicides, the murder of women based on their gender, but only seven convictions in 2019. Abortion is illegal in Argentina, except in cases of rape or when the life or health of the pregnant person is at risk. Even in such cases, pregnant people face obstacles to legal abortion and are sometimes subject to criminal prosecution. A bill to decriminalize abortion completely during the first 14 weeks of pregnancy and after that period to allow termination of pregnancies in specified circumstances was approved by the House of Representatives but rejected by the Senate in 2018. Argentina is a transshipment country for cocaine headed for Europe, heroin headed for the United States, and ephedrine and pseudo-ephedrine headed for Mexico. There is some money laundering activity, especially in the tri-border area. Argentina is a source for precursor chemicals. There is also increasing domestic consumption of drugs in urban centers, especially cocaine-based and synthetic drugs. Other issues to note are problems on the border with Bolivia. These are contraband smuggling, human trafficking, and illegal narcotic trafficking. Argentina continues to assert its claims to the UK-administered Falkland Islands, South Georgia, and the South Sandwich Islands in its constitution, forcibly occupying the Falklands in 1982, but in 1995 agreed to no longer seek settlement by force. The UK continues to reject Argentine requests for sovereignty talks. Territorial claim in Antarctica partially overlaps the UK and Chilean claims. Impunity for the 1994 bombing of the Amia Jewish Center in Buenos Aires and delays in appointing permanent judges are likewise concerns. In November of 2017, Congress approved a law extending the deadline for completing a survey of indigenous lands to 2021. The survey is being conducted slowly. In April of 2020, the Inter-American Court of Human Rights issued a landmark ruling upholding the rights to a healthy environment, land, water, and cultural identity of 132 indigenous communities in Salta Province, ordering Argentina to cede 4,000 square kilometers of land to these communities. As of 2021, there are 226,484 Venezuelan refugees in the country, 
due to economic and political crises. In 2010, Argentina became the first Latin American country to legalize same-sex marriage. The civil marriage law allows same-sex couples to enter civil marriages and affords them the same marital protections as different-sex couples. Since 2010, more than 20,000 same-sex couples have married. In 2012, Argentina passed a gender identity law, respecting self-identification. It allows anyone to change their gender and name in their identity card and birth certificate through a simple administrative procedure. In September 2020, President Alberto Fernandez issued a decree establishing that at least 1% of employees in the federal government should be transgender people. Argentina received a score of 84 out of 100 from Freedom House and is considered a free state. The overview from Freedom House states that Argentina is a vibrant representative democracy with competitive elections, lively media and civil society sectors, and unfettered public debate. Economic instability, corruption in the government and judiciary, and drug-related violence are among the country's most serious challenges. Government It is a federal republic with the executive branch headed by the president. The president acts as head of state and leads the executive branch. There is also a vice president. The president and vice president are directly elected on the same ballot by qualified majority vote. The president serves a four-year term, eligible for a second consecutive term. The cabinet is appointed by the president. The legal system is based on Western European legal systems since 2015. The highest court is the Supreme Court, which consists of the court president, vice president, and five judges. The judges are nominated by the president and approved by the Senate and can serve until mandatory retirement at age 75. There are several subordinate courts as well. There are 23 provinces in one autonomous city. Note, the claims by Argentina to Antarctica are not recognized by many nations. The legislative branch, known as Bicameral National Congress, consists of the Senate and Chamber of Deputies. The Senate has 72 seats. The members are directly elected in multi-seat constituencies by simple majority vote to serve six-year terms with one-third of the membership elected every two years. The Chamber of Deputies has 257 seats. Its members are directly elected in multi-seat constituencies by proportional representation vote. They serve four-year terms with one-half of the membership renewed every two years. The armed forces of the Argentine Republic are made up of the Argentine Army, Navy of the Argentine Republic, Argentine Air Force, Ministry of Security, and Coast Guard. The military inventory is a mix of domestically produced and mostly older imported weapons, largely from Europe and the United States. Since 2010, France and the United States are the leading suppliers of equipment. Argentina has an indigenous defense industry that can produce air, land, and sea systems. There was a military deployment of 250 to Cyprus in January 2021. The age for voluntary military service is 18 to 24 years. There hasn't been a conscription since 1995. However, Argentinians can be drafted in times of crisis, national emergency, or war. Or, if the defense ministry is unable to fill all vacancies, 
to keep the military functional. The Argentine military focuses primarily on border security and counter-narcotics operations. In 2018, the government approved a decree allowing greater latitude for the military in internal security missions, with a focus on logistics support in border areas. Citizenship Citizenship is granted by birth as well as by descent. Dual citizenship is recognized. The residency requirement for naturalization is two years. Economy The country's GDP is 383.07 billion U.S. dollars. The unemployment rate is 10.2%. Argentina has vast natural resources in energy and agriculture, with an extraordinary fertile land, and has great potential for renewable energy. It is a leading food producer with large-scale agricultural and livestock industries. In addition, the country has significant opportunities in some manufacturing subsectors and innovative services in high-tech industries. Since the late 19th century, Argentina has been mainly food self-sufficient. With the elimination of trade barriers, some food producers are finding it very difficult to compete with the price of some imports, causing a crisis in the agricultural sector. The majority of the population is urban, and there are very few individuals who produce food for self-consumption. Large agribusinesses are mainly in charge of food production. Land use is 53.9% agricultural, forest at 10.7%, and other use at 35.4%. It was at one time one of the world's wealthiest nations, but due to several factors during the 20th century, it has struggled economically. Government policies in late 2007 and 2008 held back exports and the world economy fell into recession. In 2001, the inflation rate continued into the double digits. In 2014, Argentina and China agreed on an 11 billion currency swap, where the Argentine Central Bank received the equivalent of 3.2 billion in Chinese yuan, which accounts as international reserves. With the election of President Mauricio Macri in 2015, a transformation of the political and economic structures began to take place. As a result, in 2017, Argentina's economy emerged from recession with GDP growth of nearly 3%. After years of international isolation, Argentina took on several international leadership roles, including hosting the World Economic Forum on Latin America and the World Trade Organization Ministerial Conference, and assumed the presidency of the G20 in 2018. Urban poverty in Argentina remains high, reaching 42% of population in the second semester of 2020, with a 10.5% at extreme poverty and 57.7% of children in poverty. To deal with this situation, the country has prioritized social spending through various programs, including the Universal Child Allowance, a cash transfer program that reaches approximately 4 million children and adolescents up to the age of 18, 9.3% of the population. Domestic economy continues to show strong macroeconomic imbalances. Annual inflation, although it has decelerated in a context of falling economic activity, reached 36% in 2020, despite the existence of price controls. 
Natural resources include fertile plains of the Pampas, lead, zinc, tin, copper, iron ore, manganese, petroleum, uranium, and arable lands. Agricultural products include honey, soybeans, sunflower seeds, lemons, corn, tobacco, peanuts, tea, wheat, as well as livestock. Argentina specializes in food processing, tobacco products, textiles, and garments, shoes and leather goods, paper products, construction material, domestic appliances, printing, electronics, medical equipment, cars and utility vehicles, furniture, chemicals and petrochemicals, metallurgy and steel. Argentina is South America's largest producer of honey and a major exporter of wine. Argentina is one of the world's preeminent producers of cattle and sheep, possessing approximately 4% of the entire world's stock of the former and 2% of the latter. Livestock and meat exports play an essential part in the nation's international trade. In sheep raising, Argentina ranks third in South America after Uruguay and Brazil. Argentina ranks among the top five countries in the world for number of horses. Argentine horses, especially favored as polo ponies and racehorses, have won many international prizes. Tourism also contributes to the economy. Exports 6.764 billion U.S. dollars Argentina exports mostly agricultural products with cereals, fats and oils, beef and related products, and dairy products, accounting for 36% of total shipments. Other exports include motor vehicles and parts, chemicals and related products, crude oil and fuels, and base metals and glassware. Main export partners are Brazil, China, Chile, United States, and Spain. Others include Netherlands, Uruguay, Italy, and Venezuela. Imports 5.141 billion U.S. dollars. Argentina's main exports are intermediate goods, parts and accessories for capital goods, capital goods, fuels and lubricants, and motor vehicles. Main import partners are Brazil, China, United States, and Germany. Others include Mexico, France, Italy, South Korea, and Japan. Urbanism and Architecture Buenos Aires has been called the Paris of South America because of the European influences. Buenos Aires and the neighboring Pampas region have a concentration of most of the wealth of the country, roughly 80% of Argentina's industrial activity and 70% of the agrarian production, and most of the inhabitants nearly 70% of the total population of the country. One-third of the population lives in Buenos Aires. Pockets of agglomeration occur throughout the northern and central parts of the country. Patagonia to the south remains sparsely populated. Urban population is 92.5%. Buenos Aires is home of the Avenida Nuevo de Julio, one of the widest streets in the world, with 14 lanes of traffic and an additional four lanes of parallel streets beside it. Cities founded during colonial times followed a very precise checkered pattern, with a plaza in the center, surrounded by government buildings and the church. Since independence, the plaza has represented a place where people can make claims to the authorities. 
Plaza de Mayo in Buenos Aires is the most important symbolic space. Major revolutions and popular protests chose this plaza as their epicenter. The Casa Rosata, which means pink house, facing Plaza de Mayo, is the seat of the executive branch of government. Its color represents the unification of the nation after years of struggle between Unitarians, represented by white, and Federalists, represented by red. Although plazas are still favored places for socializing and meeting friends, in some towns and cities the construction of shopping malls is changing the social scene, and many people are choosing these sites to spend their leisure time. Architecture in major cities reflects the influence of immigrants, as well as Argentina's semi-colonial relationship to some European nations. Train stations and railroad neighborhoods, built and owned until the 1940s by the British to house railroad employees, follow a definitely British design. Public buildings and museums, many of them formerly the mansions of the landed elites, were generally inspired and or designed by French architects. Major parks and botanical gardens were also modeled after French designs. Some avenues in Buenos Aires, such as Avenida de Mayo, have a strong Spanish influence in their architecture and resemble streets in Barcelona or Madrid. Housing usually consists of concrete, mortar, and brick. Wood is generally considered less durable and feared as a fire hazard. There are still some marginal rural dwellings and urban shanty towns. The World Bank Board of Directors approved a loan equivalent to 300 million U.S. dollars in order to expand and improve water and sanitation services in metropolitan Buenos Aires, particularly in the most vulnerable areas. An additional sum, equaling 120 million U.S. dollars, will be available for the construction of social housing, benefiting nearly 10,000 inhabitants of Buenos Aires province. In the context of the COVID-19 pandemic, there is an urgent need to increase efforts to ensure universal access to water and sanitation networks, as well as adequate housing for the most vulnerable populations, said Jordan Schwartz, World Bank Director for Argentina, Paraguay, and Uruguay. This project will support the construction of a more inclusive, robust, and resilient economy, and will allow 140,000 people to access the water network, 305,000 to access sewage networks, and 10,000 to access better housing. The Buenos Aires Water Supply and Sanitation for Vulnerable Areas program will support the ASA company in the building of infrastructure to provide drinking water and sanitation networks. It will also contribute to the improvement of sewage treatment in 20 suburban municipalities and the city of Buenos Aires. Households. The nuclear family is the most common household unit. Argentine families tend to be smaller than in other countries, with an average of only two children. Partly for economic reasons and partly because of tradition, sons and daughters often stay with their parents until they are well into their 20s or until they marry. At times, grandparents live in the home with their children and grandchildren. The extended family gathers regularly. Newlyweds find a new home in which to live, distant from all of their kin. Women are still expected to do most, if not all, of the cooking and cleaning. Most land is privately owned. All children have equal rights to inheritance from their parents, irrespective of gender or majority. 
In some isolated areas, the population follows customary law to grant access to land and water. Marriage Marriage is freely decided by men and women. Minors under 18 years of age need parental consent to marry. Argentina is one of the countries with the largest number of consensual unions. The government only recognizes civil marriage. The Catholic Church is very influential in Argentina and has strongly opposed divorce. However, divorce was legalized in the 1980s, and since then there has been a rise in single-parent households. Gay marriage was legalized in 2010. Child-rearing Nursing of infants is done pretty openly. Babies sleep in their own cribs. Depending on the socioeconomic condition of the parents, children might be raised by nannies and or babysitters, maids, or child care providers in daycare centers. This may happen even in cases in which the mothers do not work. Working mothers on a low income might rely on relatives and or neighbors for child care. Large businesses and trade unions offer child care facilities for their female employees, often for free. Most public schools have one or two years of kindergarten. Middle-class and upper-class families are strongly influenced by psychoanalytic schools for the education of their children. It is not uncommon for parents to seek psychological counseling to raise their children and to deal with learning problems at school. Parents and children tend to have an open relationship in which they discuss their opinions and plans. Argentinian parents seem to always emphasize what their children don't do or what they do poorly. It's somewhat normal for Argentinian children to be lectured. This attitude doesn't represent a lack of trust or respect. On the contrary, in Argentinian culture, it is a sign of attention and, above all, affection and care. Parental decisions are respected and followed, and parents have the last word in family matters. Argentine teenagers have very active social lives, meeting with friends after school and going out to eat, the cinema, and dancing on weekends. Friends are around so often, in fact, that teens seem to lack much privacy and may consider their friends' property theirs as well. Most teenagers are a part of sports teams. In Argentinian culture, teenagers are expected to help their parents with chores around the house. Etiquette Argentines are emotive communicators. They tend to ask many personal questions, and it can be considered impolite if one does not ask questions. It is also common for Argentines to show their passion or enthusiasm for a topic by interrupting others mid-conversation. Interruptions are viewed as a demonstration of one's interest, similar to asking many personal questions. Both men and women greet each other by kissing on the cheek. In very formal encounters, men and women shake hands. People address each other with the colloquial informal you in general, but with superiors or elders, the more formal you is used. Argentines tend to stand quite close to one another while talking. It is considered rude to back up or away from someone while they are speaking. There is also a fair amount of touching between men and women, men and men, and women and women, while conversing. This includes hands on shoulders, a hand on the arm, and a hand on hands. Argentines favor direct eye contact over indirect. Maintaining eye contact is viewed as a sense of respect and interest in the person who is speaking. Sustained eye contact during conversation is common, 
rather than intermittent. Gestures to note. The chin flick, flicking your fingers under your chin, signifies not knowing or not caring. People beckon one another by extending an arm and making a scratching motion with their fingers. Making a circular motion using the index finger while pointing to the side of one's head signifies having to make a phone call. Taboo gestures. The inverted American OK sign is an obscene gesture. Slapping the inside of the thighs is usually obscene as well. Yawning tends to be considered rude. Try to cover your mouth if you can't avoid yawning. Pouring wine with the left hand while grasping the neck of the bottle is a big no-no. Standing with one's hands on his or her hips might signify anger, boredom, and or a challenge. Extending the pinky and index finger while bending the middle and ring finger can mean one's wife is cheating on them. Argentinians eat continental style, holding the knife in their right hand and the fork in their left, using both utensils to eat. Hands should always be above the table, not in the lap. It is considered extremely rude to be excessively drunk in public. Culture It is traditional to travel home after lunch daily to take a siesta. Many schools and businesses close down during this time, and people throughout the country relax. Important values to Argentines are family, education, personal relationships, and prosperity. People in rural areas tend to be more traditional and conservative, while urban Argentines tend to be progressive, outgoing, and cosmopolitan. Honoring friendship and respecting elders are important values throughout the country. There is more emphasis on people and relationships than to the strict adherence to a schedule. While the bus, train, and plane schedules will be adhered to for the most part, showing up late to a party or social function is quite common. The Argentine flag, the national anthem, and the escarapela, a small ribbon or bow worn on patriotic occasions, are the objects of officially prescribed rituals that must be followed by the population at the risk of serious sanctions. These rules have been strongly enforced during authoritarian regimes to the point that people risked imprisonment or even death if they failed to follow them. The population at large feels very strongly about these symbols. Confiterias play an important role in the social, cultural, and business life of their communities. These little cafes abound in Buenos Aires and other cities, and some are up to 150 years old. The tango, billiards, Cards and dominoes may be experienced at the local confiteria. Their menus may be as unique as their personal decor. Each provides a glimpse of the cultural life of the city. Over 70 of them are considered historical monuments. For decades, estancieros, or large landowners, were the richest and most politically powerful citizens. They constituted the ruling elite of the country for generations. For years, young children learned to accept this existing social order by playing games such as El Estanciero, a local version of Monopoly, in which the players accumulate land, ranches, livestock, and grains. Although the economy and social structure of Argentina has been dramatically transformed and the landed elites have lost considerable power, it is still commonly suggested that young women marry an Estanciero to secure their own and their family's future. One of the most popular card games is Truco, or Trick. 
supposedly a gaucho game in which countrymen displayed their ability to deceive their adversary. The game is accompanied by subtle body movements to warn partners about a player's strategy, and by recitation of country-inspired poetry. Countrymen known as payodores used to be valued for their ability to improvise in oral poetry duels, showing their wit, sense of humor, and double entendre. Although payadores are a minority today and are unknown to the majority of the national population, many of their playful linguistic games are still present in everyday nicknames, jokes, and many other popular expressions. Legal Issues The legal drinking age is 18, but isn't heavily enforced. The legal smoking age is 18 and also isn't enforced. Cigarettes and cigars are readily available, and a majority of students and adults smoke. Being in possession of small quantities of drugs usually results in serious jail time for foreigners. If you are caught trying to take drugs in or out of the country, it is an automatic, lengthy jail sentence. Doing business Argentinians respect and appreciate those who dress well. When in doubt, stay conservative and formal, yet stylish. Titles are very important, and it's best to address people directly by using their professional title only. If they do not have professional titles like doctor, lawyer, etc., they should be addressed as Mr., Mrs., or Miss, plus their surnames. There is no specific ritual surrounding the giving and receiving of business cards. It is advisable, although not required, to have one side of your business card translated into Spanish. Present your business card with the Spanish side facing the recipient. Making an appointment for a meeting is most necessary, usually one to three weeks beforehand. It is best to arrive on time, even though you may be kept waiting. One usually has to wait longer depending on the seniority of the person that they are meeting. Beginning with small talk helps establish a base for the relationship, after which discussion of business matters can begin. Wait for your host to initiate. Appropriate small talk topics include soccer, literature, music. Avoid talking and asking about politics, the Falkland War, and personal matters. Avoid hard selling in any sort of conflict or confrontation. The issue of saving face is important, so don't be surprised if it appears that your Argentine counterpart seems to agree to everything you say, and then you find out later what they really felt. Final decisions are usually made by the highest-ranking officers, so it's best to have them in the meeting if possible. Avoid bringing gifts to a first meeting. If invited to an Argentine's house, it is appropriate to bring flowers, wine, and or chocolates. Do not give anything that is obviously expensive, as it could be construed as a bribe. Make sure that gifts are nicely wrapped and expect them to be opened right away. Avoid gifts like a letter opener, knives, and or scissors, as they can mean a severing of relations. Adult Students Lectures are the most common teaching method used, with many universities using it as the only method. Dress at most schools is upscale casual. Students usually wear shirts, sweaters, slacks, or nice jeans most of the time. Grades are given on a 0 to 10 scale with 10 being the highest. The minimum passing grade is usually a 4. Most students know their limits and drink socially, not to get drunk. Dating is quite formal. The man almost always asks the woman out, and they may go on several dates before being romantic. Education 
Education is prized as one of the most important assets people can have, and Argentina has one of the better educated populations in Latin America. The government provides free, compulsory public education for children ages 5 to 14, covering elementary and high school. There are tuition-charging private schools available and separate programs for those with special needs. Students study English for at least two hours a day until the age of nine. When students are 14 years old, they take exams that dictate which type of secondary school they can enter. Some schools are for those who plan to attend college, others train children for vocations like business industries or trades, and yet others prepare students for teaching primary school. Children attend school from March, which is fall in South America, until late November. Summer vacation occurs when it is hottest, during December, January, and February. Students wear uniforms to school to create a sense of equality. The uniforms consist of knee-length white smocks over their everyday clothes, which button down the front for boys and down the back for girls. The smocks resemble white laboratory coats. Students must buy their own books and uniforms. There are no public school buses, so kids will usually walk or ride a public transportation bus to school, depending on their local circumstances. They will catch their bus in time to arrive at school around 8 o'clock. Wealthier parents often drive their children to school. In country or rural areas, some children will even go to school on horseback. Argentina is home to many large cattle ranches, and children who grow up on such ranches are very comfortable riding horses from the time they are very young. Larger ranches may even have their own one-room school for the children on the ranch to attend. Argentina has 36 state or public universities and 48 private universities. Public universities are free. Some of them have entrance exams. Higher education degrees are very desirable. Unfortunately, Argentine society cannot employ a great number of its university graduates. Many professionals resort to taking jobs for which they are overqualified. The literacy rate is 98%. Healthcare. Improved drinking water sources are available for 95.3% of the rural population and 99% of the urban population. Healthcare is provided through a combination of employer and labor union-sponsored plans, government insurance plans, public hospitals and clinics, and through private health insurance plans. Modern medicine coexists with traditional medical beliefs. While some Argentines make use of a single medical system, others might use both for the same diseases, and still others might go to a doctor for some ailments and to a traditional healer for others. In some regions of Argentina, beliefs in cold and hot principles, which are very common in Latin America, guide the understandings of health. Even in urban centers, Women might still cure an upset stomach by tira el cuerito, or pulling the skin on the back of the sick person. And they might also employ sulfur and other folk medicine for other sicknesses. Self-medication is quite common, and people sometimes recommend medicines to friends for minor ailments. Herbal medicine is used extensively in some regions of the country. Life Expectancy Males are at 74.97 years, and females at 81.36 years. Infant mortality rate is 9.55 per 1,000. Food 
Argentinian gastronomy is the result of its mixed heritage from colonization by the Spaniards and Portuguese, as well as a wave of immigration from Italy. Breakfast is very light and generally includes coffee or tea and milk, toast, butter, and marmalade. At restaurants and hotels, breakfast also includes small croissants. Lunch is served from 12.30 p.m. to 2 p.m. It used to be the biggest meal of the day. This is changing because of tight work schedules that cause some working people to eat increasingly lighter dishes. There is generally an afternoon break for tea or coffee with cookies, sandwiches, pastries, and or a piece of cake. Dinner is served from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Spanish and Italian cuisine inspire everyday cooking, while French-influenced cuisine is reserved for special occasions. A favorite way to entertain is the weekend asado, or barbecue. Here is where friends and relatives gather to eat grilled meat, sharing side dishes and spending hours relaxing together. It is also quite customary to buy fresh pasta for Sunday lunch, which is generally a family event, one that often includes the extended family. The asado is actually part of the gaucho heritage. It's a strongly gendered cultural symbol and associated with manliness. Shopping for beef, sausages, and other animal parts that go into a barbecue, as well as the cooking itself, is a male activity. The most popular restaurants are steakhouses and pizzerias. Because of the strong Italian influence in foods, ice cream stores offering gelato made on the premises are extremely popular. People meet at any time of the day at cafes for an espresso or a cup of tea. These places are the heart and soul of urban culture in Argentina. People meet there to discuss politics and soccer and to make acquaintances. Some popular dishes. Carbonado Criolla is the national dish of Argentina. It is veal or beef and vegetable stew. Along with the meat, there are tomatoes, peppers, corn, peaches, pears, and dry bay leaves and oregano. Alfajores Danubio is basically tea biscuits made with butter and flour, layered with dulce de leche and often covered with sugar or coconut shavings. Dulce de leche is a milk jam. It is made by cooking milk and sugar slowly and for a long time until it forms into a paste. It is used in a manner similar to jam and spread on toast, pastries, and various confections. Crillo de pollo is a hearty chicken, potato, and corn chowder. Gnocchis de semola a la romana consists of round semolina discs cooked with milk, cheese, and egg yolks that are baked with plenty of butter and parmesan cheese. Empanadas are meat or vegetable pies, usually baked and sometimes fried. Matambre arrollado is a dish of thinly sliced meat, which looks like any other cold cut of deli meat, but is in fact a roll of cooked meat filled with peppers, boiled eggs, and other ingredients. Provoleta is a slice of provolone cheese that is baked in the oven or fried in a pan and served as is, drizzled with olive oil and some oregano. It is often eaten on its own as an appetizer and usually served with bread. Locro is a winter stew made with meat, corn, and potatoes. Facturas are little pastries covered with sugar and are usually filled with dulce de leche, custard, or crema pastelera. 
Mate drinks are sometimes offered at some public events. Mate refers both to the container where a popular infusion is prepared and to the drink itself. The container might be simply made out of a gourd or might be carefully crafted in silver or other metals. It is drunk with a special metal straw with holes in one end to filter leaves. The slightly stimulating infusion is made with leaves from the yerba mate plant, which is cultivated in northeast Argentina. Migrants adopted mate consumption and became so adept that some of those returning to their original countries carried this custom with them. Because of this, countries such as Syria and Lebanon now import yerba mate from Argentina. Wine. Argentina's vineyards have been producing wine since the 16th century. Argentine wine is considered some of the world's finest. There are around 1,800 wineries in the country presently. Argentina is the world's fifth leading wine producer. Wine is always served at special gatherings and on holidays. It is especially famous for its Malbec from the Mendoza province. Due to the unique geographic and climatic features, it has developed an entirely different flavor profile form than in France. It has fruity notes of cherry, strawberries, or plums that are complemented by soft and velvety tannins. Arts There are several important historical museums in the provinces, including the Colonial and Historical Museum at Luján and the Natural History Museum of the University of La Plata which is world-famous for its important collections of the skeletons of extinct pre-Pliocene reptiles, for which the Argentine pampas form one of the richest burial grounds. Some genres of music popular in Argentina are tango music, the romantic ballad, Argentine rock, jazz, and cumbia villera. The world's first animated films were made and released in Argentina by a man named Quirino Cristiani in 1917. The Teatro Colón, located in Buenos Aires, is one of the great opera houses in the world, where world-famous musicians and ballet companies perform. Argentina has one of the highest rates of movie-watching in the world. They enjoy watching both, locally-made movies and Hollywood movies. Argentine films have achieved worldwide recognition and has won two Academy Awards for Best Foreign Language Film. Argentina is internationally known for some of its writers. Every year, Argentina has an international book fair with an attendance of more than one million people. Although for many, the tango epitomizes the glamour and elegance of high society, the dance first sprang to life in the brothels of Buenos Aires, where immigrants from Europe and Africa went seeking companionship. The music combines the relentless rhythms that African slaves beat on their drums and the popular music of the Argentinian pampas, known as the milonga, which combined Indian rhythms with the music of early Spanish colonists. Originally, the dance was an acting out of the relationship between the prostitute and her pimp. The first tango titles refer to characters in the world of prostitution. Sensuous and sexually suggestive, these tango songs and dances were generally regarded as obscene. As the new immigrants were absorbed into mainstream society, the dance became less abrasive. In the early 20th century, the international tango craze began. Celebrations and Holidays Revolution Day, the 25th of May 
Independence Day, for when Argentine representatives from various provinces decided to become independent from Spain, is celebrated on July 9th. Occupation of the Islas Malvinas, June 10th. Flag Day, June 20th. Anniversary of St. Martin, 17th of August. Columbus Day, October 12th. National Folklore Festival of Cosquín is in January. Buenos Aires Tango Festival is February or March. Encuentro y Fiesta Nacional de Colectividades is a celebration of diversity of customs in the immigrant communities in Argentina. Oktoberfest Argentina, acclaimed as the third most important Oktoberfest site after Munich, Germany, and Blumenau, Brazil. El Carnaval del País, like Mardi Gras, is two weeks prior to Lent annually. Friendship Day is a time of celebrating friendships with people having dinners or parties. Sports Pato is the national sport. It is the Spanish word for duck, and this sport originally was played by gauchos on horseback in the early 1600s with live ducks and baskets. It is basically a combination of polo and basketball. Argentina's women's field hockey team, Las Leonas, is one of the most successful in the world. They have four Olympic medals, two World Cups, seven champion trophies, and a World League win. Argentine Luciana Aymar is recognized as the best female player ever in the history of women's field hockey and is an eight-time recipient of the FIH Player of the Year Award the only woman to achieve this. Football or soccer is the most popular sport. Tennis, rugby, basketball, boxing, auto racing, and golf are also played. Gauchos, like the American cowboys, have been a symbol of the open plains of the Pampas region. Transportation. The number of registered air carriers in the country is six. There are a total of 204 airports. Railways amount to 36,917 kilometers, or 22,939 miles, which makes Argentina the South American country with the largest railway system. There are 28,290 kilometers, or 17,579 miles, of roadways, with about 40% being paved. Waterways amount to 11,000 kilometers, or 6,835 miles. The Merchant Marine has a total of 199 vessels. There are five major seaports, one container port, one import terminal, and three river ports. There are pipelines carrying petroleum, gas, oil, and refined products. Space research has become increasingly active in Argentina. They have a space agency, CONE, which has launched two satellites. Communications There are 17.2 per 100 inhabitants with a fixed telephone line. There are 125 mobile cellular subscriptions per 100 inhabitants. Argentina has one of the most vigorous mobile markets in Latin America. The government has a plan to boost fixed broadband coverage nationally and declared TV, cable, and mobile services as essential public services. Their broadcasting equipment is imported from China. They have a domestic satellite system with 40 Earth stations that serve the network. The government owns a TV station and radio network. More than 24 TV stations 
and hundreds of privately owned radio stations. There is a high rate of cable TV subscription usage. By 2011, Argentina had also the highest coverage of network telecommunications among Latin American powers. Internet users amount to 74.29% of the population. Broadband fixed subscriptions are at 19.5% per 100 inhabitants. Print media industry is highly developed in Argentina, with more than 200 newspapers. The major ones being Clarín, which is Latin America's bestseller and the second most widely circulated in the Spanish-speaking world, La Nación, La Voz del Interior, Buenos Aires Herald, which is Latin America's most prestigious English daily, and Argentinisches Tegeblatt, a German weekly. Argentina began the world's first regular radio broadcasting on the 27th of August in 1920, when Richard Wagner's Parsifal was aired by a team of medical students led by Enrique Telemaco Susini in Buenos Aires Teatro Coliseo. The Argentine television industry is large, diverse, and popular across Latin America, with many productions and TV formats being exported abroad. Since 1999, Argentines enjoy the highest availability of cable and satellite television in Latin America. Energy 99% of the total population has electricity. It produces enough electricity for its citizens and exports additional electricity. It produces 69% of its electricity with fossil fuels, 4% with nuclear fuels, and 24% with hydroelectric plants, 3% with other renewable sources. Argentina produces oil and both imports and exports crude oil. It also has reserves. It produces natural gas and both imports and exports it. It has reserves as well. Travel. Street crimes can be a problem in the larger cities. It is wise to be alert to muggers, pickpockets, scam artists, and purse snatchers on the streets in hotel lobbies, at bus and train stations, and in cruise ship ports. Criminals usually work in groups, and travelers should assume that they are armed. Be suspicious of anyone who approaches you on the street. Be wary of being enticed into a bar that is advertising a shopping discount or a free show. It could be a lure to hold you inside until a fee is paid. Don't wear flashy jewelry or fancy watches. Also, Avoid obviously carrying a laptop, as these could attract attention. Also, your passport should be guarded closely. It is wise to have the passport locked in the hotel safe and keep a photocopy of it on you at all times. Counterfeit currency can sometimes come from unscrupulous vendors and taxi drivers. Be careful of purchasing counterfeit or pirated goods. Bootleg items are illegal in many countries, and if you purchase any, you may also be breaking the law. Avoid packing valuables in your checked bags at the airport. It has been acknowledged by public officials that systematic theft of valuables from checked bags does occur. Along with conventional muggings, express kidnappings occur. Victims are grabbed off the street based on their appearance and vulnerability. They are made to withdraw as much money as possible from ATM machines, and then their family or co-workers are contacted and told to deliver all the cash that they have on hand or that they can gather in a couple of hours. Once the ransom is paid, the victim is usually quickly released unharmed. There have been some foreign victims. 
visitors are particularly advised not to let children and adolescents travel alone. Malaria occurs in some areas. Protect yourself from mosquito bites. Vaccinations for hepatitis A, yellow fever, and DTP are recommended for all travelers. Consult a qualified medical professional to determine whether the typhoid vaccine is useful for you. Drinking tap water is not recommended. It's advised to drink bottled water. Segment 3. Who is? Bernardo Alberto Jose is the first Latin American recipient of the Nobel Prize. He discovered the role of pituitary hormones in regulating glucose in animals and was awarded the 1947 Nobel Prize in Medicine for his work on diabetes. French-born Louis Federico Leloire won the Nobel Peace Prize for Chemistry in 1970. He discovered how organisms store energy converting glucose into glycogen and the compounds which are fundamental in metabolizing carbohydrates. César Milstein did extensive research in antibodies, sharing the Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine in 1984. Carlos Saavedra Lamas, an authority on international law, received the Nobel Prize for Peace in 1936. Adolfo Pérez Esquivel, a sculptor and professor of architecture, received the Nobel Peace Prize in 1980 for his work in the Argentine human rights movement. Cristina Fernández de Kirchner was the first woman president to be elected in Argentina. José de San Martín was a South American military hero who fought to win the independence of Argentina, Chile, and Peru. Manuel de Rosas, a landowner from Buenos Aires province, who came to rule Buenos Aires province for almost 30 years and represents the interests of the provinces before Argentina became unified as a nation, derided by some who regarded him as a tyrant who deliberately kept the masses ignorant, he was also an idol for the traditionalists who saw him as an adamant defender of national sovereignty against imperial ambitions. Juan Perón was a dictator who ruled Argentina in the 1940s and 50s, and again briefly before his death in 1973. His wife, Eva, nicknamed Evita or Little Eve, virtually co-governed the country during his first six years as a president. She is undoubtedly the most renowned Argentine woman. She played an important role in the political and social recognition of underprivileged groups, mainly workers and women until her early death in 1952. While political opponents dismissed her by stating that she was a bad actress with questionable morals, the popular sectors were encouraged by carefully crafted governmental propaganda and idolized her, seeing her as a saintly figure. After her death, people lit candles next to photographs representing her surrounded by a halo. Queen Maxima is the Queen of Netherlands, but is Argentine by birth. Manuel Belgrano was a lawyer, economist, journalist, politician, and military man. He took part in the Argentine War of Independence against the Royalist armies. In 1812, he created the flag of Argentina. He is regarded as one of the main liberators of the country. René Jerónimo Favaloro was an Argentine cardiac surgeon and educator, best known for his pioneering work on coronary artery bypass surgery using the great Safinas vein. Dominga Liotta designed and developed the first artificial heart that was successfully implanted into a human being in 1969. 
Domingo Faustino Sarmiento, was an Argentine activist, intellectual, writer, statesman, and the seventh president of Argentina. His writing spanned a wide range of genres and topics, from journalism to autobiography to political philosophy and history. He was a member of a group of intellectuals, known as the Generation of 1837, who had a great influence on the 19th century Argentina. He is probably best known for synthesizing the dilemmas of Argentine identity in his famous literary work, Faucundo. This text is seen by some critics as the cathedral of Argentine culture. It describes a fragmented country which is torn between civilization and barbarism, with a rural backward interior dominated by authoritarian charismatic populist Caudillos, who refused to enter into an orderly and rational modern way of life. Sarmiento is held responsible for bringing the country into the modern, literate world. He is the teacher of par excellence, the founding father of the Argentine school system, and a role model to be followed. Even today, attending school every day is equated with being a Sarmiento. Segment 4. Who Would Have Thought? Argentina is famous for The Dirty War During Argentina's Dirty War and Operation Condor, Many alleged political dissidents were abducted or illegally detained and kept in clandestine detention centers, such as ESMA, where they were questioned, tortured, and almost always killed. There were about 500 clandestine detention camps, including those of Garaje Azopardo and Oroletti. These places of torture, located mostly in Buenos Aires, Argentina, contributed over 30,000 desaparecidos, or disappeared persons, to the overall count in the Dirty War. The victims would be shipped to places like a garage or basement and tortured day after day. The disappeared ones were people who were considered to be a political or ideological threat to the military junta. The Argentine military justified torture to obtain intelligence and saw the disappearances as a way to curb political dissidents. Abducted pregnant women were kept captive until they gave birth, then often killed. It is estimated that 500 babies born in this way were given for informal adoption to families with close ties to the military. Eventually, many of the captives were heavily drugged and loaded onto aircraft, from which they were thrown alive while in flight over the Atlantic Ocean in death flights, vuelos de la muerte, so as to leave no trace of their deaths. Without any dead bodies, the government could deny any knowledge of their whereabouts and accusations that they had been killed. The forced disappearances were the military junta's attempt to silence the opposition and break the determination of the guerrillas. Missing people who are presumed to have been murdered in this and other ways are today referred to as the disappeared, los desaparecidos. Interesting Info Political parties in Argentina have their own brands of beer. Ferrets in Argentina are given steroids from birth. They are then groomed and sold as pets for as much as what amounts to 150 U.S. dollars per ferret. The chinchilla is Argentina's most endangered animal. Famed for their soft hair, millions were sacrificed in the late 1800s and early 1900s to make fur coats. They may already be extinct in the wild. Ten pairs of Canadian beavers were flown from Manitoba 
to Tierra del Fuego, Argentina's southernmost province, in 1946. This was done in hopes of spurring a fur trade and attracting more residents to this sparsely populated area. In contrast to North America, which is home to bears and wolves, the island of Tierra del Fuego has very few natural predators. They happily began to colonize and rapidly dispersed and multiplied. In the 1960s, the beavers crossed over into Chile. In their wake, they left phantom forests. Where there had once been a lush forest of Lenga beech trees, now there are fallen trunks, naked branches, and gnarled stumps. Once the beavers chew through a tree's trunk and it has fallen, they feast on the leaves and construct dams from their branches. In doing so, they rerouted rivers and caused massive flooding. The governments of Argentina and Chile began to realize the scale of the beaver problem in the 1990s. They tried to encourage recreational and commercial beaver hunting, but low fur prices meant little motivation. The beaver population has grown to between 70,000 and 110,000 in Patagonia and Tierra del Fuego. They have colonized at least 27,027 square miles of peat bogs, forests, and grasslands, an area almost twice the size of Washington, D.C., A 2009 scientific paper calls Beaver's Impact in Patagonia the largest landscape-level alteration in sub-Antarctic forests since the last ice age. The hottest and coldest temperatures ever recorded in South America have occurred in Argentina. Argentina has the Western Hemisphere's tallest mountain, Cerro Aconcagua, and the Western Hemisphere's lowest point, Laguna del Carbón. It shares the Aguazu Falls, the world's largest waterfall system, with Brazil. Argentina is home to one of the world's most dynamic and accessible ice fields, Glaciar Perito Moreno, located in the southern sector of Parque Nacional Los Glaciares. There is a series of steel catwalks and vantage points which allow visitors to see, hear, and photograph the glacier. Northwest Argentina and southwest Bolivia seemed to be the original development site for peanuts. A visitor from a desolate part of southern Patagonia in Argentina found a fossil of the world's biggest known dinosaur. Based on its huge thigh bone, it was 40 meters, 130 feet long, and 20 meters, or 65 feet tall. Argentina holds claim to several islands in the South Atlantic, including the British-ruled Falkland Islands. Argentina holds claim to a portion of Antarctica. Some history involving this is with Emilio Palma, who was born in 14 Sargento Cabral at the Esperanza base, near the tip of the Antarctic Peninsula. His father, Captain Jorge Emilio Palma, was head of the Argentine Army Detachment at the base. In late 1977, Silvia Morelia de Palma, who was then seven months pregnant, was airlifted to Esperanza Base in order to complete her pregnancy in the base. The airlift was a part of the Argentine solutions to the sovereignty dispute over territory in Antarctica. Emilio was automatically granted Argentine citizenship by the government since his parents were both Argentine citizens, and he was born in the claimed Argentine Antarctica. This is a sector of Antarctica claimed by Argentina as part of its national territory. Although this claim is not internationally recognized and overlaps with British and Chilean claims, 
The Road of the Seven Lakes is known worldwide for its matchless beauty and its attractive panoramic points. It is 107 kilometers of National Road Route 40 between the towns of San Martín de los Andes and Villa La Angostura in Patagonia. It crosses two national parks and provides access to several lakes. Tierra del Fuego, or Land of Fire, is the southernmost, smallest, and least populous Argentine province. It is home to the town of Ushuaia, dubbed the end of the world, after its location at the very tip of South America. Argentina is the top tourist destination in South America, and Buenos Aires is the continent's most visited city. Argentina had a string of five presidents in just two weeks in 2001 to 2002 amid an economic crash. On May 24, 1964, a referee's call in a soccer match between Peru and Argentina sparked a riot where more than 300 fans were killed and another 500 injured at National Stadium of Lima, Peru. To show a car is on sale, all you have to do is put a plastic bottle on it and write your phone number on the car. The Rolling Stones have a cult following called Rolingas. Thousands of teenagers dress like Mick Jagger and basically worship the band. You have to apply to get dollars to leave the country. To stem capital flight from the country, the government has placed restrictions on currency exchanges and travel. So to get dollars, there are underground dollar exchanges called blue markets. Some people take day trips to Uruguay and come back with dollars from there. Pope Francis I worked as a bouncer at a bar in Buenos Aires when he was a student. Argentine police official Juan Vucetich made the first criminal fingerprint identification in 1891. Argentina was the first country to adopt fingerprinting as a method of identification, and it was used to solve the murder of two children in a small town in 1925. Detective Eduardo Alvarez identified their mother as the murderer by her fingerprints. Fashion model syndrome is prevalent in Argentina. It is known for its cosmetic surgery tourism, and it is estimated that one in 30 Argentines has had a cosmetic surgery procedure of some kind in order to improve their appearance. This extreme focus on personal beauty has led to the rise of anorexia, a serious, potentially life-threatening eating disorder characterized by self-starvation and excessive weight loss, making Argentina the country with the second-highest rate of the affliction in the world, after number one, Japan. More than 30% of the population has reported some form of eating disorder, and the number of men with the problem is on the rise. Argentina has the highest number of psychiatrists per capita of any country in the world. Believed to be tied to the cosmetic surgery phenomena, there are approximately 145 per 100,000 residents. There is even a psychoanalytic district in Buenos Aires called Villa Freud. Argentina was one of the first countries to have radio broadcasting. The first broadcast was made in 1920, when only 20 Argentines had a radio receiver. This may explain why Argentinians spend the most time radio listening and movie viewing of any population in the world. The average Argentine listens to the radio between 20 and 21 hours weekly. Argentina is the only Latin American country to have won an Academy Award. 
Argentina suffered the largest terrorist attack ever perpetrated in South America in 1994. A suicide bomber drove his car into the Jewish community center in Buenos Aires, killing 85 and injuring hundreds more. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode on Argentina in our Nations of the World podcast series. Please be sure to subscribe to Nations of the World podcast so you won't miss our next episode, Armenia. This nation, which was the first country to adopt Christianity as the state religion, has something very much tied into the Christian religion on its coat of arms. It is interesting to learn that although this item is not even in Armenia and has actually still to be discovered, it is highly cherished by the people there. You will also discover which highly intellectual game is part of the school curriculum. Gaining knowledge about other people and their culture is often the best way to understanding who they are and why they do things a certain way. This in turn can make us less fearful of differences and hopefully more accepting. Let's face it, we're all human and we all share the same world.